This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with the first ever Australian Formula 4 champion. I hope you'll stay with us. Last weekend, Jordan Lloyd became Australia's first ever Formula 4 champion. He joins us on the line. Congratulations, Jordan. It's quite an honour to be the first champion in any motor racing series. And this one being an international level category is uh, probably a little bit extra special. Yeah, thanks, Craig. Uh, yeah, it's always good, you know, especially it's the first year that F4's ever run here. And um, being backed by the F1 and obviously noticed uh, internationally is a good thing. Your decision to run this year in Formula 4, what prompted it? Uh, well, you know, we're, we're, I was in the States um, at the start of this year, uh, running in the USF 2000 series over there, and um, yeah, we sort of started to get a bit tight on budget, and I, I heard that uh, F4 was uh, going to be run in Australia for the first, first year uh, a little a little later on, and um, yeah, ended up coming back, and um, obviously heard there was a prize at the end of it, which uh, really piqued my interest for, for what I was sort of going for to be able to continue my career. Now, the prize, can you explain a little bit about what it is and how you're going to get to redeem it? Uh, well, basically, it's a um, there's, a, there's a few little things uh, that come with it. Um, it's obviously there's a cash prize uh, being the main thing at the end of it, which will, uh, you know, to be, to be spent um, you know, on, on the next level uh, in my career, motorsport-wise, um, as well as there's a test with Carlin, F3 team uh, in Barcelona in the next couple of months coming up as well, just to be able to, you know, I guess, dip your toes in the water to the European sort of side of, of, of racing. With the uh, cash prize, I guess that goes into the travel expenses to get to Barcelona? Yeah, I mean, uh, as far as we know, yeah, at this stage, uh, you know, all, all the flights and everything are paid for. The test has been sorted, uh, lined up. Everything, everything's basically good to go to jump on the jet and fly over. Now, had you had a relationship with Team BRM before this year? Oh, not really. I mean, I, I, the closest I had ever known was just um, obviously a friend of mine uh, had raced with them before. And, um, yeah, we sort of contacted them uh, mutually when, when they signed up for Formula 4. And, you know, for us it was the, the obvious choice uh, giving that their track record with open wheel cars. The cars themselves, how different are they to say the Formula Ford 2000s that you were racing over in the states? Ah, oh, fair, fair, different. Um, you know the the F2000 car in the states are only you know still a tube tube chassis, whereas uh, these Formula Fours are full carbon fiber um, tub, I guess you can say. And yeah, it's just um, you know horsepower wise and, and stuff like that is is reasonable reasonably the same, but um, yeah, the, the F4 here runs on, on quite a nice uh, hand-cooked soft tyre, which is which is definitely better than the ones they run on in the state. And the competition this year, how did you find? There was a, a, a quite a mix of experiences in that Formula Ford grid. Yeah, definitely. Now, obviously, myself and uh, Thomas Randall sort of scrapped right right until the that you know last round that's just gone at Phillip Island there, and um, you know, I think it's it's a good uh, good category for definitely for the younger guys to to jump into you know out of carts and stuff like that. It really teaches um, you know racecraft and obviously car control. Uh, you know, with the guys in my team, even uh, you know we had three basically three juniors there, and you know I'd 
the, the amount of progress that they've made from day one in the car compared to, to now with one round to go has been, you know, huge steps forward. Now, obviously, with it being such a new uh, series in Australia, did you have a lot of issues with mechanical reliability throughout the year? Uh, you know, initial testing um, got most of that out of the way. I mean, they did have a few little, you know, just teething problems um, as, as any new you know, any new race car does. But, um, you know, once once we, they had sorted those out um, before the, the first round even, you know, the car performed, for, or for me, my car performed, uh, you know, didn't waver at once. So. You come up through the traditional karting rank, gone into the Queensland Formula Ford Championship, I think at, what, age 14? Yeah, actually, actually did start um, in go-kart at age 9. And then, yeah, we progressed to Queensland Formula Ford when I was 14, which is the, the first year that they actually allowed the, the CAMS licence to be given out at such a young age. And, um, yeah, it's paid off for so far. Rookie of the year. And then in 2011, you started racing down in the Victorian State Championship. Yep, yeah, and uh, we managed to... You know, secure. I think it was third, third in the championship, Victorian State Championship. Um, even though we didn't, we uh, didn't have the budget to run the last round, so you know, it could, potentially could have been better. But um, yeah, and we ran obviously in the um, Australian Formula Ford Championship after that. One rookie there, and then um, yeah, came second in the championship in 2014. You went to America, but what other choices did you have to? race in other series um yeah we obviously like i said we chose america um as as our option just just i guess to you know uh, myself trying to stay with the open wheeler um sort of track i guess you could say but uh you know at that stage before i went to the states we didn't really have um too much of an option at that stage on on where to go because you know most of, by the time by the time we d- decided to actually step to the states most of the other options had been um closed or seats had been taken and you know the the smartest choice for us was to then just step over to the states mm. is is formula one your goal is indycar your goal what what is the end game that you're trying to work towards uh, i mean my my end game i mean i'd like to say formula one i mean most most people want you know, my age want to be in Formula One, but, uh, you know, myself, as long as I can race, you know, wake up each day and know that I can go race a car um, as my career, that's that's nearly my ultimate end game. Mm. Now, do you know much about Carlin and their F3 program? Uh, look, I, I, I know the, the base amount with, with Carlin. I mean, they've got a pretty good reputation, you know, with, with their open wheeler running over there. They obviously run F3 in a couple of GP categories as well, and you know, as far as far as we can tell, they're one of the best teams on the grid over there at the moment. So I think it's it's definitely a very good opportunity for myself to be able to work with you know a high end team like themselves on a on an international stage. At Barcelona, it is a, a track that's probably a lot more like Phillip Island than the Gold Coast, but that's something that you had to uh, get your head around too, wasn't it? Uh, the tight street corner circuits with the long flowing tracks. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's a, it's a season like this one is always. I, I find it to be a quite a good season. You know, I mean, you don't you don't get sort of caught up with one, you know, one sort of track like a fast flowing track. You know, they 
they keep you on your toes. I guess this this calendar was a, a bit of a mix of everything. I guess you could say, and it's always a good thing. You know, I I don't mind either of the of the circuits, but um, yeah, I think it's good. Well, we wish you all the best with the trip over to Spain, and uh, of course, look forward to seeing how your career progresses over the next few years. Thank you. Thank you very much. Jordan Lloyd joining us there on Inside Motorsport. The V8 supercars were also at Phillip Island last weekend. Craig Lowndes winning two races, his teammate Jamie Wincup winning one. And Lowndes, with those results, has kept himself in the title hunt. I think for us it was a matter of just uh, you know working out our own game plan, um, seeing seeing what happened to Frosty. But uh, um, you know he he I'm not sure where he ended up. Somewhere fourth. Yeah. So uh, you know we we were sort of not sure about his race uh, pace and uh, and it proved obviously that they didn't quite have what they they needed how do you feel are you still a long shot or do you think you have a um well to be honest it all depends on on saturday's race i think that uh, every race that goes on from here on in it uh, if we can get it below 150 well then we're still in a chance for sunday but uh, it, it really is a um you know a championship for frosty to lose i think that uh, you know with a 179 point lead you know he you know, as long as he drives smart and clean and uh, keeps out of trouble, they should have enough points gap to uh, to uh, to walk away with that number one. But it's you know we we won't stop fighting until the checker flag on Sunday. The V8 Supercars head to Homebush for the final race of the year in two weeks' time. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.